John, don't forget to set the machine to Tuesday. Oh, thank you. Oh, good. I thought I was going to have to do this obscure George Lucas quote from a documentary that Danny watched once. Oh, God damn it. I can still do it. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that I wanted to let you know that the program Night Rider premiered on September 26, 1982. And oh, I forgot to tell well, you. I, so it hasn't happened yet. Should I? I can make that mistake again today. There is a car. We're like T minus one year before Night Rider. <laughs> we'll see we'll see if we can work it in. Yeah, maybe yeah. this could be pre roll. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the Roderick's Trilemma of Podcasts. (laughs) Oh, economics humor. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. Maybe I should have said political economy humor. And I'm Jim Davis. That's what we were all thinking. Chris, it's Tuesday, September uh, 30th is how you mm-hmm. say that number, 1980. Today we're reading the Correct. 835th Ever Garfield. Uh-huh. What is this one all about? Tell me tell, tell me about it. John, where to even begin? So much happens in today's Garfield. What, why don't I start off with a brief synopsis? Sure. Okay. John, in today's Garfield, the 37th without an appearance from Lyman... And the hashtag where's Lyman? In the sequence, hashtag where's Lyman, hashtag rough, Russian Garfield, hashtag Mobius strip of vomit. John, in today's Garfield, several improbable events occur. All right, let's get this over with. Okay, panel one. John, peering around the a corner in a his corner. house. <laughs> a corner. <laughs> a corner. Uh, with a kind of a sly conspiratorial facial expression. Mm-hmm. Um, the architecture is improbable. Yeah, like what is that? It's that like a hallway leading out. It's I, like a extra wide hallway leading yeah. out into a super large room. Yeah, something something like that w- with no furniture in it because this, yeah. is, this is John Arbuckle's house. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Lyman has sold all his furniture to buy drugs. Man, he doesn't need to buy drugs. The house is full of drugs. Eh, you don't steal from Din Mother, John. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously you steal Din Mother's furniture. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Not Din Mother's drugs. John thinks just once I'd like to go on a date without Garfield. Panel one name drop. Yep. That's yep. A, that's what he thinks. What this John Arbuckle, really... a human adult man, This thinks. panel is begging to have the letters O-U-T white-outed out. <laughs> from, from whited out is how to say that uh from the strip. i think white outed is correct okay white outed no white white no i'm not <laughs> whites, sure whites Look, out yeah, I, yeah the important thing yeah. is we can yeah. agree the courts marshal yeah courts yeah surgeon attorney yeah. attorney general <laughs> um yeah in panel two John Arbuckle does a kind of a chicken walk out of his front door very <laughs> conspicuously. He's tiptoe. Well, I yeah, think he's, he's got motion be, lines yeah. all over the place. He's got his arms up, like elbows up and hands out like he's Nosferatu. 
Um, yeah, and yeah. He appears okay. to be like dancing, like doing some kind of shuffle move out the door. So, from context clues, mm-hmm. we can we can presume that like he's just trying not to be heard as he exits yeah. the house. Yeah, he's meant to be tiptoeing. Yes, but the way his hands are up uh-huh. really imply that he's sneaking up on someone. Yeah, and well, and the whole picture like could not be more conspicuous, right? Or maybe like he's about to steal a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to grab a pie off a windowsill where it's cooling. <laughs> he's a a hobo. Dr- oh, oh, John, where's his bindle, Chris? John, can I? He's assume a hobo. That, where's his bindle? Can I assume that John Arbuckle is wearing his standard blue shirt and black pants? No, Chris. John Arbuckle is dressed for for lovin'. This is he his is lovin' dr- outfit. Oh, oh, okay. He's wearing, like, leather bondage gear. <laughs> well, um, I mean, that, that's, that's rather... Uh, we can't, we don't know about his underwear. No, yeah. um, um, <laughs> no I, pres- I presume he's wearing Mormon underwear, but... Um, stands to reason. He's wearing a dark blue uh-huh. uh, sport suit. coat and... A suit, yeah, a yeah. suit. That's the word. But with brown shoes. Yeah. Blue suit, brown shoes, mm-hmm. striped wet, red and white tie, mm-hmm. white shirt. Uh, the and, shoes match know, the hair. The shoes do match the hair. I, I think he looks pretty good, actually. He, you, could, you could quibble with Matt pairing those shoes with that suit. But mm-hmm. overall, I think, you know, compared to the standard John Arbuckle look, I think he looks all right. Yeah, I think, I think he, I, I, look, he, I think he's doing okay. Yeah, I, I like I, to boy, see him. I like to see him out there, you know, trying. Yeah, I I haven't researched this, John. It's it's just a hunch. I want to say that this is the same outfit he wore to that New Year's Eve party. I don't know if it was seventy nine or, or right. seventy eight. Uh, I'd, I'd have to check, but I want to say this is exactly the same outfit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Not uh, seventy nine. Go on. <clears throat> panel three. Uh, smash cut to John Arbuckle standing next to his car. John, I'm going to interrupt you to break in right now. This okay. is exactly the same outfit John Arbuckle wore on Sunday, December 31st, 1978, to celebrate New Year's Eve. It It is the we same We don't know outfit? about the shoes. Yeah, it's, it's the oh, same okay. suit, same tie. Uh, well, then we don't know it's the shirt. same outfit, do we? Who's to say it was the same white shirt? I don't know what kind of shoes he was wearing in 1978. John, they... It was the seventies. They could have been, you know, Paisley. Yeah. Uh, all right. But apparently, Jim Davis can draw one suit and one tie. <laughs> what's What's the funny gag here? Well, I'll tell you what the funny gag here is. The funny gag here is that Garfield, noted animal, yep. is behind the wheel of the car. Yeah. Funny gag. Um. He's yeah. So he's gripping the wheel. He's sitting there uh-huh. like a chauffeur. Uh-huh. And he's thinking, where to, sir? And John is standing there kind of, oh, you got me, kind of expression. Now, John, the way you were saying funny gag, you sounded pretty smar- smarmy and sarcastic. Am I to take it that you don't think Garfield sitting in the driver's seat thinking, where to, sir, is a funny gag? <laughs> Look, it's 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 no pray for reruns hot shot. Um, okay, that's no, fair. Th- that's I, fair. In I, context... Yeah, I guess I was kind of throwing some shade there, but um, no, I think this one's okay. Yeah, honestly, this one could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I think Garfield, look, 
Anytime an animal a, is driving a car, yeah. it's inherently funny. I love it when animals do people things, whether that's driving a car, wearing clothes, performing open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. funny when animals Dropping do that Dropping a watch stuff. in a bathtub for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a troop of raccoons performing open heart surgery yeah. while dropping a watch into a bathtub. <laughs> um, it was a sink. Um, bathtub sounds funnier, though. Bathtub is funny. Well, yeah. and so many raccoons, they're not going to fit around a sink. Exactly. Where would they put the patient? Exactly. Um, probably they've got the patient in the bathtub mm-hmm. full, filled with ice cubes because they're harvesting his organs. You got to watch out for raccoons, John. They, well, they wouldn't really your organs. I mean, performing surgery implies that they're... Well, oh, okay, all right. Um, Look, if a raccoon cuts you open with a scalpel and takes out one of your kidneys, that's surgery. Yeah, okay. All right. Particularly if it's wearing one of those little surgical masks. That, <laughs> that would, would be so be cute. cute. That would be so cute. Fucking raccoons. Uh, only it's not actually wearing a mask. That's just like the patterning of its fur. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Um, I think this one is pretty good. I think the rhythm of the strip works fairly well. I mean, you know, there's nothing uh, the silent innovative about it. The silent nothing innovative panel. about it. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, you know... Inner monologue, panel mm-hmm. one, silent middle panel, uh, uh, telepathic dialogue, panel three. That's a, that's, that's a winning co- that's a winning formula. Yeah. And I think it's reasonably well executed. The, uh, the lack of any, um, any, any reaction by John. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, quite like. Yeah, the deadpan yeah, I li- look I at like panel three. I like that he doesn't say anything, and I like that he, like, also isn't. He's not. He's not angry or surprised. Yeah, he's not. He's defeated. He's not, like, put out. He's just, like. <laughs> he's just- Oh, okay. I've been outsmarted by my cat again. Uh, although, right, it's got to be in an Alan Rickman voice. I'd be like, Arr. just once, I'd cat. like to go on a date <laughs> without Garfield. That I do a terrible Alan. Rickman. Yeah, um, I'm, mine's not much better. Yeah. So look, Tbh, I think, t- I think today's Garfield actually works pretty well. So long as we buy into its many implausible, uh, uh, you know, foundational assumptions. Yeah, which I right? mean, let's be honest. I think we've we we've pretty we're pretty much committed to at this point. I mean, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> so you don't think we've one. closed on that sale after eight hundred plus episodes? I guess here's my one. Here's my one. The one thing that makes me slightly unsettled on this strip. Why does Garfield want to go out on a date with Liz and John? Like, everything else, hmm. I guess I've already bought into. You know, that, that Garfield and John have this hmm. weird antagonistic relationship, that Garfield outsmarts John, that Garfield does people things, that for whatever reason, Liz the veterinarian occasionally agrees to go out on a date with John. Like, all that, yeah. fine. Garfield can drive a car. Sure, absolutely. Why does Garfield want to go on this well, date? Okay, I, I, I don't, Garfield I don't, almost never wants to go anywhere. I don't know that this has. I, I don't. I don't know if the implication is that Garfield can drive a car. <laughs> I, th- I think we can assume Garfield can drive. A car. I mean, I think. It, I think the joke works either way. You know, like, yeah, it could yeah, okay. be one of those things where, like, you know, then he tries to do it, and we see it from. Oh outside of his perspective and it's like yeah obviously you can't do that like, i'm not like saying the, he can drive like the, the car well. like the paw prints poetry one you know yeah okay fair fair um yeah but I mean, can and should are different but no i don't i don't think that 
I don't think it's out of character for him to want to go along. I think mm. I think at heart, you know, deep down, Garfield wants to be loved and to love. I think he so wants. So you to, think Garfield wants to... also wants to fuck Liz the veteran? <laughs> I, I, that's. I mean, I didn't say that, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, almost certainly. Um, no, maybe he, doesn't Liz have a have a cat as well? Um, I think. Uh, people on this podcast, perhaps even you, have speculated that Arlene belongs to Liz. I I am dubious about that, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. Okay. You know. Th- All right. Here's I, okay, I, look, here's here's the thing. I think Garfield pretends. I'm about to, be... to tell you the thing, but you tell me what you think the thing is. First. Okay. All right. Here's what I think the thing is. Um, I think Garfield pretends to be a curmudgeon. You know, mm-hmm. I hate Mondays. I like food more than people. You know. Uh huh. I think. I think that there's be, like behind that veneer, there's like a there's mm-hmm. like a trough the, of sincerity. Mm, like I think he really does beneath that crusty need, exterior. I think yeah, there's a there's a hot, uh, saucy, sexual, <laughs> <laughs> highly erotic being <laughs> loaded with cheese. Um, actually, that works. <laughs> a, a cheesy, treacly sentimentality. Surrounded by a crisp, crusty (laughs) exterior, dusted in cinnamon and confectioner's sugar. Well, I was going for lasagna, but... Oh, oh, I see. Sorry, I missed it. That's okay. I thought it was... Okay. That's okay. All right, you tell me how I'm wrong. It's not so much that you're wrong. It's... Here's the... I I have a, a, a framing for this story that makes sense to me, like a psychological framing that makes sense to me, and here's what it is. And you can... You tell me if you think I'm wrong. Like, John Arbuckle is, in some respects, a single parent to Garfield. And you know how it is. Like, if you're a child with a single parent and that parent wants to go out on a date, mm. you the kids resist. Well, hang They're on. They're like, you're bringing uh, let's, this let's, let's, third let's be person. Clear. By definition, you do know how it is and I do not. I mean, you know, from experience, but you've seen this yeah. play out on television yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, oh, Okay, okay. Um, Just wanted to make you that know, clear. The kids resist. They're like, you know, don't bring this third person into our lives. We're fine already. Um, there's like a, a jealousy thing. Like, will you love the, you know, will you love this new, per- are you, is Liz trying to take the place of my mother who apparently gave birth to me in an Italian restaurant and then disappeared? <laughs> will you love Liz more than you love me? Will you stop paying attention to me? You know, Garfield is very self-centered and insecure. Yeah. As much as much contempt as he displays for John Arbuckle, as you say, within, you know, he's a mess of needs and insecurities and so on. I wonder if he's trying to torpedo John's date because he's afraid of, you know, having to compete compete for John's attention. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I think that's definitely in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's in the mix. This is a look, classic. Look, this is a classic is a, parent trap. Garfield situation. is a complicated, fully realized person. Like he's mm. got a he's got a lot of he's, inner far, turmoil. Like there's yeah there there are far there, more fully realized than any of the humans in this. <laughs> there there's a lot going on in there. Even some you know some uh, tendencies that conflict with other uh, aspects yep. of his personality. Also, so, I don't want anyone to tweet me. I said this was a classic parent trap situation i have not seen the movie the parent trap and don't know what happens in it pretty sure that's not this i have just a thing i I said it's just a thing i said i have not seen every parent trap movie 
Oh, there's more than one, aren't there? Oh, yeah, there's there's it's pr- several. It's probably probably one where the kid is a cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Look, this one's pretty good. When, and when I when I see it in those terms, it has an emotional core. It's got mm-hmm. some base to it. You know, those those. Uh, it's um, weird that there's more than one Parent Trap movie. Like, I get like okay, there's a remake that uh-huh. I get, right? Like, what? I think there's a there are like sequels. To the original, and I don't know why that's a know. thing. I don't know. I I don't think it's the same characters, but maybe maybe it is. That would be really it, weird. The Parent Trap is the kids are trying it's to like, get their how parents do they do back that? together. Like, how do you do is it with the right? same? Yeah. No, they're they're so they're. they're it's gone. Okay, what is the plot of Parent Trap? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, the parent. It, the kids are are like setting their parents up, right? Yeah. The uh, the uh, the. Uh, the two teen- teenage twins played by the same person, uh-huh, right? On a quest to reunite reunite their divorced parents. Oh, they're divorced. So is, I thought yeah. I, okay. This is not that at all. Yeah, no, not, Garfield not even a little is not bit. Twins. Um, if anyone's twins, it's Odie, as we know. Um, Liz and <laughs> nice. John, so far as we know, are not a divorced couple. Though that would be a fascinating twist. That would that would be uh, quite the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> my my veterinarian and ex-wife <laughs> who I'm still hitting on for some reason. Or no, no, what if like like if it was a reveal to them as well, like that they had all like known that they had known each other in a previous uh I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, True the podcast that went out with button shoes. You can support the program by leaving a review on iTunes. Why not visit our show website, beingjimdavis.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me on Twitter at inscrutabletaco. And I'm i.am.the.worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. It's weird to hear you say that whole thing, like, you know, without you mean the beginning not interrupting being you. an interruption. Yeah, you probably had yes. never heard the first the first part. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know your handle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. Good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows